Look downtown and what do you see? I see a little stinging bee. Gosh! Sitting on a tree? But Dad's dead, they said. As they sat on the bed. (laughs) It's true, that's what I said. (laughs) Wait, Ma, isn't that where you gave him... <laughs> I didn't say it. I can't think of anything. Some lead for his pencil. You know how Dad loved to stencil. We will defend our honor. (laughs) Ow. Yeah, yeah. Bills, the lack of them had to make me 
I have no will to preserve my family. I refuse to resort to pills to serve as my remedy. I have only my path to the highway ramp to ask for what I don't have. And it seems as if every driver's hypnotized, as if society has it engraved in their mind that I'm useless, that I'm not worthy to tell my story. After they supported me and used me for their glory, seeming as if I'm dead, nobody can see me. Only those few Americans who possess that sixth sense and can see within the dead then hand over some sense, but these coins would more readily convert themselves to wheels. These dollar bills would steadily transform themselves to two pads, one chair seated disgracefully, permanently replacing a perfect pair of legs. This wheelchair is the only way able to sustain this honored veteran disguised in shame. But hopefully, hopefully one day my children won't condescend. Rather comprehend my confidence, which is the only motive not to end this change of profession. There's no giving up, there's no defeat. Remember the battle lies within me. And even though I've been rejected by, the, by my own children, I'm still seizing all I can from my new shelter, my under the Vinox throne, and I've grown to what my wife and the world has sung. The change was in me. From college grad and husband and trophy dad, to soldiers and veteran with sanity lack, to stranger with cup attached to his hand. From priceless to change, change, change. Thank you. Time was my mother's. It gutters between pieces of sidewalk, changes gears without warning. It has the whistle of a thin man with few teeth, and it bites into the downhill like only a street model from the 70s can, the handlebars no wider than my chest. You, Lance, no doubt understand nostalgia. Mourn your toys as all men do, but athletes differ. The best damn bike. And the bike after that, better. This one, so good as to be unique, unparalleled, impossible to sell, they would see it and know it could only belong to someone similarly peerless, someone who is looking for his companion. I have heard that you are a good man. If you are, you may understand my hope that once, a few times even before returning to your care, that humming machine with its wheels like fabric cutters and seat adjusted for your granite legs ends up given, rolled from thief to thief to lifted child to thief, that they whoop it down a hill, that they exult. Of course you will catch them, but give them this. I can say mine was my mother's, swept with a bird's sound through streets I've never touched. Let them say theirs was yours, Lance. That it carried miles of Europe and your sweat and their sweat before they pay what they owe you. Let them say there was nothing like it in the world. How the roads parted, how the wind was fierce and clean. And I go to drown. And this is called Quartet. If they ask me, I could write a book about the way you walked out without even a look. I could write a preface on my heart before, and the epilogue will end with it broken and torn. First, 
You don't want to stand in a suit straight tucked in front of a microphone. That shit is old, he says. His voice surprises me, though, has sounded too old for his age since he was young. Larynx caked with nicotine grit with spilled Heineken sits in orange Indian garb. Kashiki's draped on shoulders. Something is sexy about the way he holds brass metal in his hands, old enough to be my dad's dad. But I wonder, could I have been his album cover, his Sicily Francis Jackie, mystery tall brown beauty, big eyes hidden in Polaroid pictures, pretty true. I don't always like the directions he goes, always miles ahead with his muted calypso wailings, but I do listen, and when I can, I sing with him. It's the only way to learn to speak his language. Then, I try to hang on to the smell of him before it leaves me in a rush like he did out the door. This is how mornings are so lonely. They say symphonies are the creations of worlds, so I am writing a score for us where we can sit between the legs of the moon, roll out swatches of sky as our mattress, the sun, will never find us in this, our night suite of sorts. I'm hoping to finish it soon. He's probably heard me singing snatches of his tune in my sleep. I often wake him with my humming. Now, how long have I been singing? I find it hard to remember with the steady placement of your fingers on my hips, piston valves. You play me well, but your armature needs practice. I can lend you. I'm sure you can figure it out. I know it has to do with space, silence, and spaces between fingers and questions I don't ask, but wish you would answer. Could I be your album cover? We won't need liner notes. I think you know the words, even if you don't sing them. And I wrote that before last night, before this morning, before his arms made a cave and wrapped me in it on the walls inside. I saw the shadows of the people we could have been. When I emerged, I knew he couldn't see them. This must have made it easier for him to let them go. I said I had never been broken with such care before. Please don't go thinking it hurt any less. I spent all day yesterday learning his favorite songs, had the lyrics memorized. I thought they could fix things. After he left with his smell and his tears still on my skin, I heard the quiet louder than it's ever been. It taunted me to sing and I couldn't. The rain pounded on my windows till her fist bled. I felt her leaking down my face and the song can't fix things.